Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast 123. I am Alex and I'm joined by Kevin McDonald. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, just dropped my notebook and made a massive sound. Hi. That is funny. Yeah, mm. it's funny to me. <laughs> after, all, after all the pre-podcast shenanigans, I'm still right on the giggle threshold. Teddy. Bonjour, pod people. Howdy. Stuart Reid. Hello there. And the man with the massive heat is back, Daniel Kruper. Hello, everyone. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. You insulted me. You insulted me. Why is that an insult? The man with the massive head. But I do have a massive head. I, use some, I sometimes go to changing rooms Just with physically. jumpers that I can never put on. What, what you take them specifically? Yeah. No, I think they'll fit. <laughs> Just to That's struggle you, in the well, corner. I'm going to embarrass myself in the middle of Gap and, and hope that someone will help You're me out. You're better than the Gap. Why are you shopping in the children's section? That's a really weird thing to do. Did you know that today is International Mic Testing Day? One, two, one, two. Is it? Yeah. yeah, but it won't. It won't be on Friday when the podcast goes out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> Time anyway, sensitive choking. It's not going to work. If your head's so big, is that why you have t-shirts with zips down the front? No. What? <laughs> no. This is going nowhere. Not Come on, let's do the actual podcast. Can we measure the circumference of your head one day and just yeah. see if it is re- remarkable? It is, what? It is Should we get people to guess? Like when you have on a side view, though. Do you reckon you could actually get Daniel in a headlock? Like, would your arm go all the way around his neck? No, because that would be around the neck, wouldn't it? You'd like, actually headlock someone around the know, head. I'm trying. Why not? Well, it's unorthodox, but you could go for it. You think it's all hair, but it isn't, is it? <laughs> like, you think I don't there's think just it's kind that. of extraordinary kind of volume of hair little, that you have? Geez. Tiny little pinhead, but a massive afro. But it's actually head <laughs> under there. It is, it is mostly head, yeah. Well, anyway, apart I'm from very self-conscious now. <laughs> apart from abusing Daniel on his return, uh, this week I've mainly been looking at iTunes and just thinking, Christ, there's a lot of very weird people out there. People like you, Keza. People like me. Weird yeah. people. Well, weird people. Or <laughs> no, people no, like no. you. <laughs> people like you as opposed to people that are like you. Oh, I, I get people it. People that, that say they love you. That's, well, that's nice. nice isn't that's it? very nice. Thank um, you for that. There are also people who say they like Bex and they say keep the ladies, which is nice. Uh, but then there's also people like Oliver Slaughter, who says, in my attempt to show how good this podcast is, I did someone, something one might find a tad peculiar. Such high and low for an individual who didn't like the podcast, uh, and then kidnapped him, brought him to my attic, made him, to listen every, made him listen to every single episode of the podcast, uh, asked him periodically whether he liked it or not. Uh, in the end, he said no, so I killed him. Wow. Thanks, Oliver. Well, he said five, five stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, I like like that our listeners are literally willing to kill. There there are lots of things saying that people are watching me, uh, that I smell of ponies, that they like my rabbit and my shirt, Uh, someone watching me take a poo, uh, and Hmm. I do indeed smell of ponies when I take a poo. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's all a bit weird, isn't it? Not really. Weird. You did kind of invite it. I, just, I didn't. I said that I read stuff on uh, iTunes. It's so send me a message, bunch you of, said. Yeah. No, no, it was all you lot that said send him weird stuff. Actually, I said it was all of us that were writing the reviews. But you invited people to send you messages. Yeah. It's just, your fault. Uh, and then the one says, Chris Tilly, I know you're reading this, but they've spelled Tilly wrong. Mm. With an E. Oh, with an mm. E. He's a good... He's so people good. say that they love Kazza. People say they miss Bex. 
all I've been away for three, four weeks, nothing. The only thing I ever got <laughs> was some guy writing in saying, Krupa looks a bit weird and creepy. Oh, are you feeling self-conscious, Daniel? Lots yeah, of people with my say massive you're a head. contributor yeah. all my the time. They do. My massive head. Massive head. Oh, well. well you I don't mean, need an ego boost then, do you? Every hat looks like a fez. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, I'd love to see you in a tiny top hat. The last piece of... <laughs> like a performing monkey. The last piece of feedback I don't really understand. It says, Alex Simmons, we've all seen you. It's not big, it's not clever. And now I can't look at a fruit bowl without feeling a little sad. You've been fucking watermelons. In front of windows where people have been watching you is what that's inferring, I believe. Uh, implying what? Or you like that really? photo from um, from uh, yeah E L E M E M F? You're right in there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fellow in there. Uh, okay, I didn't M F I. You you can't keep a watermelon in a fruit bowl unless it's a really big fruit bowl. Okay, well maybe no, he used to stuff fruit up his foreskin. No, I know the guy from Keep Up Granddad. He used to stuff a watermelon up there. A yes. watermelon. A watermelon. A watermelon. That's a great joke. Can anyway, we, can I we start the podcast? Like it, five times. Uh, it, it goes to show that I do read every single piece of uh, feedback on iTunes. Yep. So, hurrah! Anyway, onto the news. Oh God, it's me again. Kaz, <laughs> Kaz Harai, uh, who was the president of Sony Computer Entertainment, is now the president of Sony Worldwide. Worldwide. Wide. <laughs> He's overwhelmed. <laughs> We've broke Alex. So he's uh, still reeling from that news. Yeah. Anyway, what that means is is that he's got a new job. So we'll probably got him. pay well rise. Done, probably Who got, stepped down again? Got Howard Stringer. Well, Howard I don't Stringer. know if he stepped down or. or he's gone on. I think he's just board become, of he's become board yeah. of directors. He's yeah. become the. He's become the board. He's basically become the uh, Sith Council. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a Casarai fact: He joined Sony in 1984. Oh that my god. Is Fucking insane! It's a really, time, really long time to work at Sony. And he's only just at the top. It's like, come on, man! It's like, put, <laughs> yeah, put climb, the climb harder. Put your finger out. Isn't that a Japanese culture, though? What? I kind of. Yeah. Just thought I'd say that as a Japanese custom. Cu- yeah. yeah. What? Kind of. Yeah. Howard Stringer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he really did his yeah. Japanese time. That's why they've ousted him. Yeah. But uh, we only found out he wasn't Japanese last week. They <laughs> 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 went whoa. Which is why he's out. No wonder making losses. Get him out. Um, <laughs> but the change is going to be effective as the 1st of April. So is it all a big joke? No. No. no I don't think so. No. It's not a very good joke, is it? If they'd said not that, much of a punchline. If they'd line. said that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the new president of Sony Worldwide Studios, that would have been a good joke. No, it wouldn't. It would have been a better joke than Kaz Hirai. What do you think his philosophy would be? Business Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. A business philosophy. What do you think he would do with the, with the PlayStation? Make it Bigger. 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 Bigger is better. Bigger. Okay. He'd have sex with its maid. <laughs> with its peripherals. <laughs> Topical. Topical. It? It's going well. <laughs> it's going well, that Tilly. One. X-Men. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is there a new X-Men character called Greenlit? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's particularly funny if our listeners can read what we've got written in front of us. Where I have written down on my piece of paper, X-Men 2 Greenlit. Yes, it means that there's going to be a new <laughs> X-Men First Class movie, which is good news because we pretty much all liked. Is it called X-Men Second Class? That joke has done the rounds. Okay. Is... <laughs> 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 it's called X-Men Large Letter. What? Oh, oh X-Men Package. But yeah, Matthew Vaughan's returning to direct, which is good news, and uh, Brian Singh's producing, and a guy <laughs> called Simon Kimberg is writing the screenplay. Not Jane right. Goldman. No, not Jane Goldman, which is a shame. Is it? Yeah, I thought she did a good job. Why did you not? I thought the no, screenplay right. was really good for. I just don't like her this hair. Was. Wow, wow. Uh, but this guy wrote the script for Sherlock, the first Sherlock Holmes movie, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So he's written some 
some Pulitzer Prize winning material. Okay, stuff in his time. <laughs> Excited? Yes, I am. Why does it show? <laughs> <laughs> right, next bit of news. Um, Nintendo have now announced that you can use your 3DS at over 5,000 locations throughout Europe. What do you mean? Free well, internet. Oh, I just use it. Just use it. Like if you if you play Mario Kart in the middle of the street, somebody will shoot you. Right. Um. So mainly it's fast food restaurants. It's McDonald's, KFC, Subway, Burger King, and certain hotel wow. chains. Um. So That's yeah. A bit weird. It's a bit weird. Fast food, fast food, fast food, hotels. Yeah. Airport. So it's basically any places that subscribe to the hotspot.com Wi-Fi service. So they must have got some kind of deal. Um, through them and it's free um, it's free so if you've ever connected your 3DS to the internet before it should log on automatically right. so there's no setup so you can get all your kind of uh, mailbox letters and you can get your notifications really even if you've just set it up at home for your home Wi-Fi because I thought with the DS you had like the three little sections and each one could be a different Wi-Fi setting or something yeah but they've got a new wireless system it's got its own channel and everything where uh. it'll just automatically scan all the time for an authorised like yeah. Nintendo specific network okay. and last year they said you can get f- um, it free in British airports yep it's supposed Th- to work I've never made it work yeah so Every that's, that's what's quite like, good for notifications and you know you know the little letters that you can send to each other or if you fancy a cheeky game of Mario Kart while you're waiting for your plane cool yeah, it's better than having or your when you get or your Big Mac would you yeah. like Wi-Fi with that yeah it's better than having to pay for a 3G subscription isn't it yes. definitely yeah definitely are you listening Sony it's are st- you it's not encouraging healthy 3DS users to be healthy though is it yeah go to KFC and McDonald's and well, but at the same time know your audience there yeah but it does count the number of steps it took you to get there it's true so you can work out what you can eat without a you know inducing guilt that's clever now they should do that they should put next to that how many calories you've you've used walking there and then you can offset it against an onion ring we fit 3ds it's definitely coming there you go yeah so that was Is the it? Thre- probably not oh. <laughs> you knew something exciting there <laughs> no that would have been exciting inside info world, but nintendo are clever first. aren't they because i mean they, they've just negated the need for you to have a 3g uh thing yeah with, with your 3ds totally yeah and that's surely that's the way it's going isn't it? You still can't use it on trains, though, and stuff like that. Oh, no. True. But it, would you be able to use the PS Vita reliably on a train, though? I can't you use not, my you, phone reliably yeah, on a train. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, mm. Well, but it would be more reliable than the yeah, 3DS. Well, it's it's more reliable than something that's not connected. Well, yeah. How about a hovercraft? Could you use it on a hovercraft? Uh, it depends if the hovercraft's got Wi-Fi or not. Right. Do you know what the German for hovercraft is? No. Luftkissenboot. No? I think that's a funny word. Love kissing boat. Love kissing boat. It's a magical language. Wow, okay, that fell flat. Chris. Yeah? Save us with some really not interesting news. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite interesting news. Is it? The Americans are remaking Only Fools and Horses. Why? This went nuts on the site when I posted it up. What, positively or Negative, like... Negative, just yeah, <laughs> hundreds of people oh saying God, no. this is a terrible idea. Yeah, you mm. ruined the li- my life, basically. People have been literally up in arms. Literally up in arms. Why Lit- now? You mean literally? What taking taking guns, guns out to the street? Um, I don't know why now. There's why no now? explanation as to why now. Why only falls in horses? Horses? <laughs> God, I can't speak today. Well, why only falls in horses is a big hit. Yeah. What well, was? Yeah. Why now is the is the more pertinent yeah. question. I don't know why. ABC have ordered a pilot. Um, a couple of guys who write for Scrubs are writing it. And the logline is, it's going to be the misadventures of two streetwise brothers and their ageing grandfather as they concoct outrageous, morally questionable, 
get-rich-quick schemes in a bid to become millionaires. It's going to be absolutely nothing like Any Fools and Horses. It's going to be it? so aspirational if they're making it in America. Not necessarily. I May I point the audience to Sanford and Son, which is the American version of Steptoe and Son. That was fairly faithful to the original. <laughs> when was that on to? 1974. I can also maybe understand why they're doing it now. Is it's only recently there's been successful adaptations of British shows with you know oh, Shameless and The, the Office. Office. Was, oh, was, was Shameless successful in the states? I think yeah. it's been it's yeah. been yeah. Totally really well, yeah. yeah. And equally, we are in an economic downturn, which is kind of what Only Fools and Horses first time around when it was at its peak. Yeah, yeah. was about two guys trying to get rich quick when. They were struggling for money. So that might have something to do with it. Um, there's no word yet on casting, although... Um, or characters. Like, surely they're not going to be called Del Boy. No, they'll probably change the names of the characters. Well, Rodney is quite uh, popular in America, I understand. Rodders. Rodney Rod. King. Yeah. 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 Mm. Rod Ferguson. Just played by one. Rodney King. Who? Just the one. <laughs> well, yeah. I was hoping somebody else might Rod be. Rodney, <laughs> Rodney, I can't. Rod. Rod. Rod Laver. Is he no in is Australian he? tennis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had some. Ca- you had a casting idea, though, didn't you? This is my casting idea. It was um, so for Del Boy, you would have Denzel Washington. For Rodney, Will Smith, and for Granddad, um, Morgan Freeman. Brilliant. There you Bit go. Racist and Will Smith. Just Will racist. Smith. Just racist. Why is why, racist? Why is that racist? And da- and well, why does Will why Smith, does the Will- Granddad have to be black? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think that through. Yeah, you didn't, no. did you? But Will Smith could do the theme tune. Oh, yeah. God, great. Why don't we start doing this the other way around and making a British version of Breaking Bad or something? Because we don't want to see that either. Either. Yeah. wouldn't it? Would it? I don't know. Yeah, of course it British would. British Seinfeld, that would be terrible. Well, hang on, we've, what's that? There's an ITV uh, drama <coughs> detective thing on, which is like a British remake. Crime and Order. Oh, Law and Order. Law and Order. Crime and Order. Crime and Order. Crime and Order. Very boring. Have you read the Dostoevsky novel, Law and Punishment? I do remember how up in arms everyone was about the Americans redoing The Office, and then no one really had a problem with that once they saw it. So I'm willing to hold fire before actually seeing it. I've never never seen an episode of The American Office. It's pretty funny. I mean, Steve Carell's really good. And funny enough, Steve Carell uh, is quoted in 2010, two years ago now, saying, um, Del Boy is my dream role. The British do sitcoms better than anybody else in the world. I think with the right script writers and cast, we could do Only Fools and Horses justice. Wow. We do sitcoms better than anyone else in the world. That's that's a man who's seen my family. (laughs) 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 My missus loves my family. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Not That's not good. But do you think it's going to go even crazy? Will they ever go and do Forty Towers, for example? They have. Uh, they have. About yeah. three times, actually. Oh, yeah. Wow, I never realised B- that. B. Arthur from The Golden Girls played the Basil Forty role in one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Larroquette, an actor, played Basil Forty in another one they tried. Uh, I've seen bits of them. They're on YouTube. They're not very good. Oh, my God. Unsurprisingly. Did the, did the US uh, version of the IT crowd get anywhere? No, I don't even know if it got beyond... Pilot stage. The pilot, like Same the with like Red Dwarf. Red and Red Dwarf, yeah. yeah. Oh, you the f- Red Dwarf pilot. Yeah. The US pilot is just it's awful, classic. isn't it? It's yeah. just terrible. These are, these are worth looking up on YouTube, yeah. listeners, actually. They're quite funnily And bad. in fact, if you know of any pilots that we, we may have missed out, which are absolutely terrible and which are on YouTube, let us know. How? By, uh, I don't know, Semaphore. <laughs> by E-Semaphore. Yeah, by E-Semaphore. Uh, IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com is one way to get hold of us. I'm or sure there are others. Or twitter.com slash IGNUK. Or the Facebooks, IGN UK. IGN UK. Sony is in no rush to reveal the PlayStation 4. Are they not? It's lazy. No, we're still talking about this, would you mm. believe? That's what happens when Kazurai takes over. 
They were on track for an E3 launch. Kazuro's he takes like, over. Beat up. Yeah. Actually, I think I might just sit on this for a bit. I don't think we're going to do another console. Yeah. He's just going to concentrate on toasters. Mm. Just refocus the whole company on different types of electronics. Just toasters. That's the future. Toasty, machi- toasty machines. Yeah, I prefer yeah. just toasters too. Much better. <laughs> Sony says the PlayStation 4 will likely be the final next-generation console to be revealed. This is Sony France CEO Philippe Cardon. What does he know, though? Oh, everything. Uh, he says that the company is in no rush to reveal its plans. I don't know what he does actually know, though. Like, does he know better than Cassie Rye? Probably Seems not. like all these different Sony executives are saying different things. Yeah. And surely someone should just tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Kaz. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in charge. Sort him out now. Hang on, I'm on his way right now to just punch him in the face. The PS3 is still <laughs> on the on the up though, like it's still increasing. Isn't the PS3 the next wise? generation console? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> when it's I bought mine, it was the next gen console. It's next next now. Oh, now it's just gen. Is it? Yeah, it's oh. just gen now. The PS3. What's that? What's that make the PS2 then? Old, old, old. Just rubbish. Oh. <gasps> so, so it says the Wii is under pressure because it's in decline. Um, but as far as we're concerned, we're under a lot less pressure, and we're the last to release the PS3. We'll probably be the last to announce something. So how okay. long do I have to wait for a PlayStation 4? I don't reckon you'll see one before 2015. Wow, Bloody hell. That's, that's, my, that's years. Yeah, it's ages. But I think it will be before then. Okay. But only by a year. I think it would be 2014. But part of that makes me happy. Part of me thinks, oh, I want the new technology now. The other part of me thinks, well, good. I'm really getting my money's worth out yeah. of this machine that yeah. I spent a lot of dosh on. Because yeah. mm. it's supposed to have a 10-year spin cycle, isn't it? Yeah. I think we'll oh, see no, the next Xbox in 2013, <laughs> yeah. though. I think 2013 is right for the next Xbox. Well, so, so Wii U this year, next Xbox next year, 2013, and then a big four. gap. So, so, yeah. 2014. But it, it might not. Oh, you're necessarily... saying 2014 well, he's now. saying 14. Yeah, but you were yeah. saying 15. I think 15 still, yeah. yeah. The only problem is, though, is that do you think Sony will let Microsoft get the jump on them again, like they did last year? Well, summer? Sony mm. Europe head Jim Ryan commented last year that Sony would consider it undesirable to be significantly elated in the competition again. So, so they're just contradicting each other. And, well, they always do, don't they? I mean, this is the problem with next-gen console Kaz, rumors. Tell us Kaz, what the real straight, Kaz, news is. Kaz, put your daddy hat on and tell us what the actual the actual situation is, please. Yes, We'd please. like to know. If you could write What's to us at UK f- <laughs> feedback at IGN.com, that would be great, Kaz, you're right. Does he have, like, world, world's Twitter. greatest Sony dad? Authority <laughs> hat, you know. Authority hat. Yes, authority hat. <laughs> also, I, I have one. A hat with a massive spike in it. <laughs> Beatles. Yeah, final bit of uh, news this week. Uh, Paul McCartney, that there Beatle fella, the one that's not dead, is writing a song for a video game. However, we don't know what video game it is yet. But in an interview with German newspaper Die Zelt, which, Zeit. Yeah, which translates as... The Time. There you go. He said, uh, <laughs> Paul Times. McCartney said, I was asked whether I could imagine doing something like this and I found it exciting. Well, he would. I mean, he's 72, isn't he? I mean, he's going to find that exciting. He finds the video game market fascinating, does Sir Paul. He says, these days, a new computer game sells much better than a CD and you reach an entirely different target group. Is this, this Cliff way, Richard? Yeah, it is. <laughs> this way, many young people will probably listen to my music for the first time while playing a video game, he said, while doing a Cliff Richard impression. <laughs> so have we got any idea what the game might be? No. So I'll tell you what, though, there's, oh. some, there's some executive somewhere shaking their head in woe that Paul McCartney didn't understand that he's not supposed to say that. Yeah. It's lucky that he didn't tell them what it was and who it was for. Well, Paul McCartney came out to introduce the Beatles rock band, didn't he? Yes, he, he did. did. Yeah. Yeah. E3. That yeah. was, that was, With Ringo. Yeah. And Ringo. That was a weird and everyone moment. went, ah, oh, it's Paul McCartney. And Ringo. Yeah, they looked really, they looked really, really perplexed by the whole situation, didn't they? That was the year with Steven Spielberg as well. We're in a game. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Were you there? That was a weird E3. I, I literally was, was expecting Jesus to come on stage as the next. next. Thing. I was like, I was he, how was he talking about Steven Spielberg yeah. and the Beatles? Yeah. Wasn't Michael Jordan though that year as well? 
Well, no, it wasn't Michael Jordan no. at all. It, it was, was Jordan. It was Jordan. It Jordan. Was... <laughs> Jordan's maybe, demonstrating connect. Maybe they're resurrecting Rupert, and it might be a Rupert game with a frog chorus or something. Maybe. Have you got any maybe. speculation as to what it might be, Keza? Uh, no, um, I don't. I'm afraid. Would you like, I, but I, I think more importantly, like, why? Who cares? What the we're talking about on a podcast? Why is he writing a song for a video game? You get people to do songs for for films. Title track for what? For a video game. For any game. Come on, then give me a good example where a Paul McCartney track would Pilot Wings. Yeah. GTA. No. If he did like a really cool like Live and Let Die style rock epic, I just think it's a bad idea. I think someone somewhere has gone. We've got some money. Let's get him to do that. It seems like I think it's terrible. Thing idea. is, though, Chris most people who buy these games don't give a shit that Paul McCartney <laughs> right. is doing a song for it. Rayman Origins. Rayman Oranges. Rayman's Oranges. Rayman's Oranges with a suit. Rayman's Oranges. Is that where it's a fruit all day? Aubergine, your brother. Aubergine, what? Aubergine. Don't. <laughs> like maybe maybe Alex is close friends with Heather Mills or something. Something weird going on here. It's very odd. Resident Beetle. Is that from your little Yeah, line through it. Yeah. Do we need help here? Do we need people to write in? No, fuck it. No, it. no, no, no McCartney puns. No, I was gonna say, I don't really know enough about the Beatles. <sighs> God. Should we get on to trailer of the week? Let's do it. What is it? Resident Beetle. He loves it. He loves it. It's one of those jokes, it takes a while. Yeah. Resident Evil Retribution. Yes, it we is. should probably say what it actually is. <laughs> Resident Beetle. And, and this is a, a trailer with a distance. <laughs> with, with a distance. A difference. I think it's say? fair to preface this with: we don't understand this trailer, do we? I don't know whether it's a trailer or an advert. Technology is changing our world. My name is John, and this is my world. Making what was once impossible. My name is Anna, and this is my world. Possible. And this is my world. No idea. Well, that was strange. It doesn't make no any idea. sense. The more I watch it, yeah, the less, less I understand. understand it. Yeah. But, but the basic conceit is that technology is... Precipitated. It's, it's an advert. It's sure. literally an advert. And the reason, behind, the, the reason behind it is because it's a Sony Pictures movie. But I, I, I get that. No, no. But but it's product placement gone. No, but what I was going to say next was what I said to Chris the other day. It kind of implies that Sony's responsible for that and they the destruction of the planet. Yeah, that's that the Sony, association that you really want. Sony engineered the T, T virus. Yeah, it's, it's quite that's weird. That's what Kaz is going to do. It's but his I, first I, initiative. I can see the angle because it kind of segues from. You know, a commercial like happy, happy, yay, capitalism into like, oh no, the world is fucked. And that's quite common. You know, you always get, welcome to the world. Like Fallout does it as well. Like, welcome to the world tomorrow. Welcome to the vault. And it shows yeah. you, and then you kind of zoom out and then it's all decayed and nasty. So I think that's what they were going for. But I think that they were marketing people and they didn't quite understand Doesn't how work that works. Doesn't work at all. Yeah. The other thing is, is that the whole thing, th- therefore, feels like an advert for Sony phones. The fact that it says reconnect with evil. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It says reconnect. Say yeah. Wow. Oh, because they wanted, they, to they, wanted, they wanted words that began with RE, I presume. They should have used revengeance. That's what, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Revengeance what what I was saying in its defence is it did grab my attention in a way that not many trailers have lately. 
just by, by the fact that it's so strange. It is such a weird juxtaposition. So strange. And I haven't watched one of those films. I haven't watched the last couple of them. I quite want to see that one now. Mm-hmm. She's standing on the White House and there's looks like there's dragons flying around. But oh, what really? has that got it's to do with Resident Evil? Who knows? It's got oh, nothing you, to do with the, know Resi- that the Resident Evil films have shit all to do with I Resident Evil. I thought the, the early ones fun. had like some of the creatures from Resident Evil. They still, they they still, they still do. In the new I've never seen a dragon in Resident in Evil. In the new movie. It might not have been a dragon. I'm just in trying the, to look like a movie. They have the Las Plagas. Um, virus from Resident Evil 4 right and they have certain action scenes that they've lifted from Resident Evil 5 like right. the kind of the more the stuff where the zombies are like riding motorcycles and cars and they have machine guns you went on a set visit for this don't you yeah didn't I did you? so you actually are you know qualified to talk about yeah. it yeah so I think initially the the the, con- the the idea behind the movies was well, they were going to stand alone and that's why they created an original character in the Miljovic character. She's never appeared in the games. And actually on set, there was some talk about Capcom actually maybe wanting to do a game with her eventually. Right. But it's always been standalone and occasionally they bring in characters, but it's very much its own thing. Mm. My favourite Resident Evil film was the one with the bizarre boat that, that was on the tanker and Wesker had cloned himself. It was very strange. And the Redfields were trapped in prison and didn't realise that they were brother and sister. Very odd one. <laughs> There's been so many of them. So many, wow. But that one looks like also it goes back in time, maybe, to before it all happens. It looked like Alice with with her family, and that that I'm quite intrigued by as well. And it's got Leon then for the first time. I really look forward to the scene where she makes a FaceTime call with her family on a Sony tablet. Yeah, it looks really good. She'll probably Skype instead, maybe. Yeah. Won't be FaceTime, will it? No, it'll be better than FaceTime because it won't be properly. So we want them to stop doing this then, do we? Want them to stop doing adverts that... Either advertise a product or show us a movie trailer. Yeah. Mm. But whatever you do, make sure you always use a Who track at the start because yes. that'll just always get everybody's attention. Yeah. yeah, it's a good track, that. Mm. Actually, just a slight segue, but did anyone see the Ferris Bueller advert for Honda this week? Yes. I avoided it. What did you think, Alex? Uh, I didn't see the teaser, so yeah. I only saw the full thing. Oh, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people saying that. It really pissed me off, and no, I was quite I surprised t- at how much it pissed me off. Is that because you thought it was going to be a Ferris Bueller movie? No, or? no, I just had the, I didn't know what it was going to be, and I had this horrible feeling it would be an advert for some product. Yeah, and when it was, it, I was just, I just found it so disheartening. I thought it was quite well done, though. It's yeah, it's quite well done. He looks really geeky now. Though. That's the trouble. Matthew Broderick hasn't aged in a particularly cool way. No, and to take a character like Ferris and make him sell a car, it's like it's so against what that kid. Represented, I but it's probably Bu- truthful, isn't it? It's what he would be like now. I watched that film for the first time a week and a half ago, and I think I had entirely the wrong reaction to it. He's a little shit. Like I just thought he yeah, was a little yeah. wanker. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, definitely think it's a film you should watch when you're eight, nine, ten years old, and not when you're grown up. Because yeah, as a one grown up, you look at him, you're just like, wow, you're a right little tit. You're going to be sitting there in university in four years talking about how good you were at school. I agree. Having you, not done particularly, you think well. he's an absolute hero when you're a kid, and then when you grow up and you watch it, you think, ah. Oh. Yeah, not don't see it first time when you're old. But no, it just pissed me <laughs> I'm off. Old. You're old. Yeah. You're old. Decrepit. Yes. Pissed me off. Anyway, sorry about that. It's all right. Fucking dickheads. <laughs> Should we talk about HD game remakes? I mean, I guess we could. I don't know what's precipitating that conversation. Oh, wait. That's on, the, that's on the running order. That's what it is. But it's also the fact that Metal Gear Solid HD is coming out this week. Indeed. Which made me think, should HD game remakes just get lost? Why? Overall, and I think Probably Metal Gear is a bit of an exception. I don't think they're very good. All right. If what's you, what's if the you problem? Take uh, the Ico Shadow of the Colossus pack. Like uh, in their day, they were both fantastic games, but the HD remakes are lazy, and the games look dated. 
And what? I understand, I think the reason for releasing them is so more people can experience them. But when I sat down and started to play the uh, Shadow of the Colossus HD remake, uh, it looks really horrible on PS3. Okay. Like Because, yes, they've tried to sort of sharpen up a bit, but all the textures are the same. It still suffers from pop-up. I just think, a PS2 game on PS3 that suffers from pop-up, that's fucking rubbish, quite mm. frankly. Uh, and you just see the limitations of the, the kind of gameplay in terms of like like trying to climb on the back of a monster of a Colossus is really not as fun as it was five years ago. So can I counter that by saying you you enjoyed playing Ocarina though? Yeah, is but that because they revisited it and then yeah, they, 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 but they touched it up. So you yeah, don't mind if they touch it up? Yes. So it looks how you remembered it, not actually how it is. Uh, it's yes, that's exactly it. And and. In my mind, Shadow of the Colossus was a beautiful, lovely game, and I think back then it probably was. Whereas now, it, the HD remake. So you've got more of a problem yeah, with it being actually how it is, or as it were, in a sense. Or yeah, is if it? If you're going to do an HD remake, do it. Remake properly. it. Actually. Well, re retouch yeah. it. I believe so. Okay. And if you look at the Metal Gear stuff, they look quite nice. They look okay, don't they? But once um, again, just watching you, you play you it, it just looked a yeah. bit... But, but that's it. The, the game itself was dated and the way that Solid Snake runs around it... But what's the funny. difference between that and like with with movies if they're being re retouched? We we seem to have more of a problem with that, don't we? Well, it d it depends on what they do to the movie. I mean, we went, we went to see Jurassic Park, didn't we, last end of last year? And all they did was that was clean the negative up. And that's fine. I've got no problem with that. That's brilliant. Make it look as good as you can. <clears throat> the issue I've got, and I don't want to bang on about it, but we've mentioned it many times on the podcast, is when you get somebody that goes in and inherently alters the look and feel of the film for no good reason, like you, George Lucas. Or so, even you, Stephen Spielberg. So is that what they're doing with the games? They're changing... Well, mm. with the Ocarina game, they added things in to make it more yeah. accessible. The yeah. So they, they added in some stuff. They made the controls just a bit smoother. They fixed a lot of the kind of things that... I mean, it was an ancient game. They improved the textures and the character models. They improved the textures so that when it scaled up, it looked nice. The problem with Shadow of the Colossus and Ico particularly is that the yeah. textures were still the same. Right. But they'd been scaled up so that they just looked all kind of... So if you still had one of the mingy. old PS3s that could play a PS2 game, you could have just stuck your PS2 yeah, version of the game it's and not, it would have exactly the same. It's I'm not sure any better than upscaling. Yeah, well, and there's a little bit of a difference, but it really doesn't look much better. When you upscale it, it looks the but same. I think that's the other thing as well. Obviously, you're looking at Ocarina on a DS screen, which is what, uh, three inches across or something, yeah. whereas if you're looking at Ico on a 50-inch screen, it's going to look pretty rank. That's the thing as well. When you just play these games on massive screens now, they never look good. They used to be played mm. on small screens. They looked fine then. N64 this, games. You know, but that's just... It's, it's an interesting point you brought up about movies. I mean, we're in the same kind of situation now, aren't we, where we're starting to get video game heritage. And what is the best way to preserve this? Do we preserve the original games on the original formats and just hope to God that in 50 to 70 years' time there are going to be consoles of, around to, to be able to play these games? You can't do it like that. That's like saying that if you want to read a great book, you're going to have to go read the first edition. Eventually, it will get to that point. So I think you have to get to a stage where you kind of put out a classic version or a popular classic. So whether that's digital download. So if somebody wants Usually to play an old game, so you, it's going to have to be some kind of rejigged format, probably. Like if you look at old, uh, for instance, Namco arcade games now mm. exist on iPhone, Android, all of the consoles, digital download. They originally arcade games, obviously. But on, they, they exist everywhere now. On Live, to me, sounds like a perfect thing for this. You, you, the, you could have the entire history of video games with your on-live console, couldn't you? Mm, that could mm. definitely work, yeah. Mm. That would be a good idea. I'd love to have that. I mean, I have a lot of stuff on my virtual console on the Wii. I bought loads and loads and loads and loads of NES, NES and N64 games on that. I didn't really care about the, the Sega ones. 
But uh, people love the virtual console for that reason. Mm. It is that thing. It's like going to a bookshop and having a classic section. You can buy whatever you want. But totally, it's still quite yeah. expensive because obviously it's, it's too expensive. Well, it's copyright. The people, yeah. I understand that. And money needs to be going to the people who created the games and they're still alive. It's fair enough. But but what games are going to be... Some of the first games are going to be coming out of copyright when? In the next 10 years or so? Yeah. So when it's 2040 and a lot of the games of the 80s and 90s are out of copyright. Although, who, who knows where gaming will even look like then though. I mean, <laughs> given the rate of acceleration... Will you want to go back and play Manic Miner? Probably or Zool not. Or something like that. Yeah, I, I think some people will, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I wonder with old games sometimes, because whenever someone older than me tries to show me a game from the mid-80s and says it's really good, I try my hardest and I still think it's shit. And similarly, whenever I try and show my little, you know, teenage relatives, like, play Ocarina of Time, they're, they're just, they're, they just don't, they're not interested. And I can't tell whether it's because they have no taste and they're, 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 they just don't have the context or if it's because the game genuinely isn't very good anymore. Context, surely, because it, it, I think it comes back to what Chris was saying about not wanting to, you know, not sitting down and watching Ferris Bueller when you're, when you're in your 20s. It's true. But then HD remakes are, I mean, the, the point of them is they're supposed to let new people play the game. Like, it worked for Ocarina of Time 3DS. Loads and loads and loads of kids and teenagers and people, and you know, 30-year-old people and so on who hadn't played Ocarina of Time for some reason have now played it on 3DS. Thing is, if you'd picked up Shadow of the Colossus and Ico and you played them now and you'd never played them before, I think you'd be put off. Don't you yeah, think? I think so. I think you'd be a little bit like, "What's all the fuss about?" Mm. Which I think is a shame. Mm. But so, there's, there's others as well. Do you think? Do you think that's something to do with the way that they've um, upscaled them or reproduced them, or do you think that's because of they were games of their time and gaming's moved on? So if people are, you know, these are Call of Duty people or whoever. Mm go back and play Ico or Shadow Classes, you know what? If that's the, if what they're they having a problem just, with. If they put them out on the PlayStation Store and didn't brand them as HD remakes, but the fact they made such a big fuss of it being the kind of the Ico collection, all that kind of stuff, is like, I don't know, it, just, it, it didn't feel like an HD remake. It just felt like they were just getting money for old rope. Did you play the God of War one? Because I think that one was pretty good. Uh, they're all recent enough that they yeah but well. well that's the thing yeah the, and they were all as you say I think they were pretty good looking games I, I don't like, Ico and, uh, was never a kind of you know groundbreaking game in terms of the way it looked it's mm. beautiful but it's not kind of like it wasn't pushing the tech whereas God of War was always a, you know, a very beautiful looking game uh, and it's the same with Metal Gear but, you know that still looks nice but I, I think probably the biggest difference is you know, maybe it's playing it on a 50 inch screen as opposed mm. to a DS screen I think Peace Walker looks very nice yeah. And the HD remake. Yeah. I always wanted that to be a proper game, not a PSP game. So, so we've come to the conclusion then that some HD remakes are worth it and some aren't. But which ones? Let's find out from our readers, shall Good we? Good idea. No. Uh, How do you feel about them? About paying money for HD remakes? What do you expect from a remake? Do you expect it to be considerably better? Let us know. Yeah. Or considerably worse. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, speaking of reader feedback, I've got the first piece from Gregory uh, Edman, who says, I've got a great idea for a weekly show for IGN Start, which is a weekly show, a weekly show, Cobbers, our new uh, YouTube channel starts. Some of my favourite bits of the old podcast were taste tests you did on sandwiches and other such treats. Since the can- cancellation of Ready Steady Cook, I, can't, I really cannot speak you today. You can't, can you? No. Since the cancellation of Ready Steady Cook, People have literally been screaming out for a new cooking show that employs the concept of a goodie bag of ingredients. They? Yeah, they yeah. have. They've been up in arms. Literally screaming. Literally. When I was self-employed, I used to watch Ready Steady Cook every day. He Gutted. then goes on to explain the concept of Ready Steady Cook, but I'm not going to do that right now. Look it up yourselves, guys. Google it. Google it exactly. But he was saying uh, you could get Sad Dan on as the judge and the ingredients could be chicken breast, marmite, a satsuma, hot cross buns, packet of smoky bacon crisps and a block of Stilton. <laughs> Can we get a proper chef on as the judge? 
Dan's, Dan's, Dan doesn't really have yeah. much expertise. Dan's, Dan's like, yesterday, yesterday, Dan's lunch was a packet of value chicken, some beans, and mayonnaise on top. The the, the chicken that he buys really is chicken. the lowest it's of the low. mean chicken. Mingy, like, mingy really chicken. cruel today, chicken. Today he, he bought like, tomato soup. Chickens. He had tomato soup and just dropped all his chicken in tomato yeah. soup and ate that. That's weird, the other day yeah. he was uh, microwaving his like budget <laughs> chicken and he pulled it out and he put he put um, peanut butter all over yeah, it. Yeah, peanut butter. And I said, oh, "That's a weird dish." And then he, a very good repast. He went satay chicken, isn't it? Mm, I was like, fair point, fair point. Not spoons. very well, not very well done satay chicken, but three it's tablespoons of peanut butter on top of some value chicken is not. I mean, microwave it for like ten seconds, which is worrying because aren't you supposed to like? That's not safe. Is properly cooked chicken. If you, if no. It's already been cooked. That's how you get muscles. So you get Just muscles. Don't your chicken. You're supposed you to not salmonella. reheat chicken. Do not reheat chicken. Anyway, does that <laughs> does that show? Get the green light. Yeah, bollocks. Does it? Oh. No, <laughs> he's literally thrown it on the floor Gosh. like a petulant child. Go on, stamp on it, Alex. Stamp on it now. He's stamp on it. Uh, he's an angry owl. Oh, I am. Next right. piece of feedback. Right, the next bit's from Ben, who's from London. Mm. Um, and he said he's recently purchased a Nintendo 3DS for Resident Evil Revelations, which he thinks is brilliant. Um, but his question is, can you recommend any time-consuming 3DS games, old or new, for action-adventure orientated gamer? He's also got Street Fighter and Super Mario 3D Land. Oh, I suppose I was going to suggest Super Mario 3D. Ocarina of Time. I think Zelda, yeah. I think you'd love Zelda. It's very action-y. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. And that's like, a, you know, that's a good 30, 40 hours a game. Yeah, you get value long. for money. It's probably gone down in price a bit now. It's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. I've got something from Florian Heckelman who says, Hey, pod crew, I've seen Batman live here in Frankfurt last week. Frankfurt and mine. Um, I was very disappointed, he says. Don't get me wrong. The stage set and special effects were great, but the fights were awful. Actually, Ooh. we said that, didn't we, yeah. at the time? Um, and the worst part was the translation. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Imagine English-speaking people on stage moving their mouths, and then you hear German voices coming directly out of hell, out of the loudspeakers. It was horrible. Mm. Mm. Uh, he says, but if you've seen the show, what do you think about it? We thought it was okay. We en- I, th- I, I really thought it was quite enjoyed it. We kind of enjoyed the circus element to it, with like, all the acrobatics. That bit was good, yeah. The actual show itself, not so sure, but the giant bit where there was a huge Joker head made out of people was And the scarecrow. Scarecrow was great. Also, there were lots of little kids running around in Batman costumes, just really, really excited. And I've never seen Tom as excited. Wide-eyed, Tom. We said we quite liked it. You yeah. reviewed it. I reviewed it, yeah, but I didn't like it as much as you guys did. Yeah. But I gave it the benefit of the doubt in my review because it was aimed more at kids yeah. than myself. So I think it was like going to the circus as a kid. Yeah. I think if I'd been eight, I would have thought that was literally the best show that had ever been made by anyone. Yeah. I would have loved yeah. it. Yeah, but as you're now, what, 13? <laughs> Second best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not as I've good as Matilda. An, I've got an email from Marlon who says, after listening to the Oscar nominations for 2011, I can't help but thinking movies are dead. <gasps> dead! <gasps> dead! <laughs> Especially when you look at the standard of TV now. What has been anywhere near the quality of This Is England, Boardwalk Empire and Sherlock? Do you think quality writing, design and original ideas will ever make it back to the silver screen? Um, uh, no film I saw in 2011 was really worth the price of admission. Really? What, Drive? Tinker Taylor Soldier I would, Spy I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have liked to pay to see Drive though. really I don't think I would have paid the £16 that it is to go and see it in Leicester Square oh. go, see, go see the Prince Charles yeah three How quid much? three quid, three quid. Yeah. seriously you've never been to the Prince Charles no oh man oh man they, they show Drive like late night showings like every night yeah. now do they yeah wow like you can wear a satin movie. jacket and everything take a hammer in with you you'll love it 
Great. Great. Um, I don't think it was a particularly amazing year for film last year, but I think these things go in waves, don't they? I mean, TV has generally been good for the last 10 years. TV is, ex- is exceptional at the moment. Yeah. It's attracting all the best yeah. writers. Since HBO yeah. got stuck in, it's really gone to the next level. But I, I read Charlie Brooker wrote, wrote a thing relatively recently, some in the middle of last year, about how all the writing talent was migrating to TV and, wait for it, video games. Well, it's because it's, it's long form, isn't it? And the writer's much more valued than it is in film. Not in video games. Well, maybe not in video games, yeah, but, but TV, it's I think TV, so. Yeah. You've got someone like Aaron Sorkin, right, who's probably the best around, who's going between the two. He's going back and the forth, two. but did a lot of work in TV. But I, think, I think it's like saying, you know, if you're an author, you might like doing poetry or short stories and maybe the odd novel. I think that if you're a TV writer or a video game writer, a writer in general for Different for anything form. like that, then you might like doing a film now and then as well as a big, long series. The right, I do think that the rise is not particularly valued in Hollywood, though. Mm, but yeah. I have really high hopes for the films in 2012. I, I think it's going to be a very good year. So, Like what? Well, we've done it about three times on the podcast, the films we're looking yeah. forward to. I've got short memory, though. Headhunters is really good. Everyone there should go is. and see that. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so this is from Tim Pike. He says, why, why, why was the podcast so short last week? It was a good 10 to 15 shorter than normal. I think he means minutes, mm. not seconds. Or inches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was about that short. <laughs> uh, He's holding his hands Excuse me. Mm. He goes on to say, it might be worth taking a few tips from the Unlocked podcast, what is done by the US team, as they have a few good other bits. Who's that from? Tim Pike. Fuck him. The guy who likes Becks on yeah. Facebook. Well, Tim, we made it a little bit shorter last week <clears> to annoy <throat> you. Yeah. And we might do it again this week. <laughs> yeah. So. The thing Enjoy. is, though, Tim, if, fact, if we... Goodbye, if, everybody. Bye, 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 Tim. <laughs> if we spend some time just bibbling, we do actually cut this part. It might not sound like it, but we do actually We're in here for four hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you get is the creme de la creme. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, we're going to be lucky if we get 25 minutes out of this. It's like week. a Stanley yeah. Kubrick So podcast. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we're dead funny for an hour and a half, which is never. And then she was a press record. We're only remotely <laughs> intelligible for 40 minutes. Jesus, you forget to press record once. I wasn't even here. <laughs> it was like the you for the rest of your life, definitely. <laughs> on, on your gravestone. You forgot oh, we to press record once. We I told you I was so ill. <laughs> Did you remember to die? Oh. <laughs> uh, Lots of feedback about uh, the amount of hours that people have been putting into games. Uh, a couple of bits on iTunes. Some guy played World of Warcraft for 150 days, which is over 3,000 hours. Whoa. Which is just like, <sighs> is ridiculous. Uh, someone else here, uh, during university, stroke job searching, first year of working, uh, played Diablo online for at least five hours a day for five days a week between 1999 and 2004, which Jesus. works out <laughs> 6,500 hours. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was, uh, uh, he, oh, he says, uh, please don't read this out. Oh, well. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Oliver McKnight-Lange, you've spent far too much time doing that. Uh, and then someone read else. read it out if he's asked not to read it out. Uh, I think he's joking. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Blurg on iTunes, he played GTA 4 for 1,758 hours. What can you do for that long in GTA 4? And uh, World of Warcraft for 35 days and 23 hours. Is that longer Ooh. than the other guy? I don't know. But either way, 35 days. It was 150 days the other guy, wasn't it? Crazy. Was it 150. Yeah. Either way, it was a lot. 150 days, yes. Yeah. So what's the most we got so far? Uh, oh, hang on, I've got days. another one here. Oh, okay. look out, hang so, on. Uh, oh, I don't know, this guy's not even in the bloody ballpark. Oh, so. you've, you've done it the way around, haven't you, Alex? You build up <laughs> to the big one. Anyway, I'm going to finish on a bit of a lassid. Lassid, flaccid, God, I can't speak. A lassie. Lassie, uh, fair, placid, what? A yeah. mango lassie. Uh, so he played Civ Five for 257 hours. Whoa. Jeez. I've been playing Lego right, Larry then. for 33 years. Yeah. <laughs> 
but that's not in a game. <laughs> that's just your life, isn't it? Uh, he, he also asked if Keza, do you prefer Civilization, Civilization Four or Five? Four. Do you prefer Do you prefer Civilization or it's as I said though, I wasn't able to play much of Five because I had to physically restrain myself from doing so. He you had to physically restrain, physically, I was, physically I restrain tied myself. <laughs> tied myself to a Gal, the civilization handcuffs. <laughs> tied myself away from the computer. Are they furry? <laughs> they are. Have you got furry only cuffs? in caveman times. Have I got furry cuffs? <laughs> <laughs> I have some feedback from Thomas Harrison. Um, he's just finished reading the article rounding up all of the Xbox rumours so far and he wanted to share his view on the no used games rumour. We should oh, briefly mention that there was there was one of, one of the Xbox reports in the last few weeks was that they're building in basically protection to stop used games from working on it. And what does he say? He says... The reason they want to stop used game being plays is obvious. More money for developers, publishers, etc. Yes. What I, and I'm sure many others, tend to do when they've completed a game is go trade it in for a new one and save some money allowing me to buy the brand new game and give those people responsible mm. for that game the money that they deserve. Now, if used games become essentially worthless and this becomes impossible to do, meaning I'm stuck with a game I don't want and they've lost another sale due to the fact I can no longer make any money from my old games to buy new titles. I can see one thing coming from this, and that's an increased number of people pirating games and modding their consoles to play copied discs. Mm. So he's basically saying the used game market is actually good for games. Yeah, I mean, th- this is a, obviously like an argument that we've had lots of times, yeah. isn't it? But well, whether it's good. As well. Yeah, like sometimes, in some ways it's good, in some ways it's not. Well, it, ke- it keeps mon- money circulating, circulating but, through the market, I, I guess. It's the same yeah. with piracy, though. If you want your consumers to stop doing something, then make something that's better, i.e. do digital distribution that actually works. Steam doesn't... I mean, PC gaming no longer has second-hand games because of Steam, because it's cheap and it works. So I think if you start doing digital distribution, then you'll stop people from trading in. Mm. Or make really good multiplayer. Okay. What do you think about used games, Alex? Are you a fan? I, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think... like If you go and buy them in the first instance, you should be free to go and sell them. Yeah. What about the fact that you know a developer... A ga- one, one copy of a game will be sold eight times and yeah. the developer will only get the money once. Those, I don't, that, those other seven people, I don't think, would buy the full, the game at full price. Yeah. End of. So, that's yeah. the argument, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I sympathise. Like, I remember when I was a kid, there wasn't much of a used game market. And you used to get like two games a year or three games a year. And and I, that's like, it, if you bar- I borrowed with my friends. Yeah. Swap games. Yeah, so the yeah. end of last year, there were too many games for any human being to go and buy all of them at full price. So I just think, you know, if you want to experience that much stuff, then there needs to be some give somewhere. Yeah. I, there's a lot of pressure over getting the right game as a kid because if you went to me, mum said you can have like two games a year. If you pick a bad one for game, birthday, one for Christmas. Body Harvest on N64, one of the worst experiences of my life. I had to play it for four months because I had nothing else to play. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's just all distance oh, fog. Oh god, the fog in that. Ultimately, game if you're that poor, you don't deserve to have a good game Not anyway. Really, no. I didn't even have an N64. Just I held the cartridge yeah. <laughs> and dreamt about it. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah. My mum did actually because she didn't understand how video games worked. When I was seven, I begged for a SNES. And for my birthday, she got me a SNES game Oops. Oh, for 30 quid. Ow. And I was stuck with this game that I couldn't play, and she didn't understand that we needed a <laughs> console to play on. Mom got so me sad. a snail. Really? A oh, snail? Shit. Yeah. A literal garden. snail? I asked for a SNES, and she got me a snail. I had a Commodore 64, and... Yes, for Inez got a nail. <laughs> I I come on to 64 for Christmas. Didn't get the tape deck until my birthday in July. Oh. Could do fuck all with it for seven months. That's <sighs> rubbish. I heard a story about someone who got um, a grandma bought her grandkids um, DS cartridges. She didn't realise they needed a console to be played. Mm. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? A sad. There's tales sad. of sadness and woe. <laughs> Any more feedback? I have an email from Andrew Monaghan who says, uh, my question is, has there ever been a time uh, when you've been playing a game when your skill levels have improved if you've turned the volume down off your TV or changed something in the environment? 
No. no. Is there context to that that I he am, gives? I think right. when somebody's watching you, sometimes you play better. I remember when, when you could yeah. do that bit in Driver when you were reviewing it, and you went, Daniel, come, like, this bit's so difficult. It came in, you did it first time. Yeah, well, I needed someone to... I'm like that with rhythm action games as well. I just have the performance aspect. That's why yeah. I was suddenly so good when I mean, loads of people watched me play. better when you live. Shameless yeah. show off. In Basically, the dark, yeah. sometimes is it better to play something <laughs> in the dark? Do you get better at it? Are you going to make a joke here? No. <laughs> I mean, didn't seem like that. <laughs> I know, I know. Setting it up, here we go. <laughs> I know. It's like Resident Evil. Would that be better in the dark? When I got uh, too good at... the experience might be better, but you might not necessarily play it better. I played Fear in the dark. That was a bit spooky. <laughs> a few friends of mine got too good at Amplitude, which was basically like Guitar Hero, but earlier. And uh, they got to the point, and it was, it was a music rhythm action game, and they got to the point where in order to make it hard enough for themselves, they had to turn off the music and only go by, uh, by and the screen. And the screen, <laughs> only go by memory. That's <laughs> what you do on like Guitar Room, man. You're that good. I did you turn off the be, screen. I did, did used to be able to turn around and do some of the Guitar Hero patterns with my back to the screen, but that was just shameless showboating. It sounds like the answer to that question is no, though. So, <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. More feedback. This is from Darius. Uh, he says that the past few weeks, for me, have been very old school with me repurchasing a PlayStation 2 and wasting my life on Kingdom Hearts 2. Yay. And he says, you reminded me of the spree of random capital letters in the 90s. We were talking about wipe E out. Yes. Uh, I often capitalise, he says, the R in my name. Not because I think it's cool, but because I have extremely childish handwriting. I'm on the run from the grammar Nazis ever since I received a first aid qualification awarded to D-Anus instead of Darius. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, my cheeks were fairly red that day. Why? What was he doing? Which cheeks? <laughs> D-Anus. That's quite a cool yeah. name, isn't it? He spelt it D-Apostrophe-Anus, D-Anus. That's it, something you could imagine in, a, I was going to say an American, but that just makes him sound racist. A bit. It's something you could imagine someone calling their child and not quite noticing. Well, Danus. Danus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you, Darius. Uh, you're good. What was... Sorry, what was the... Did you have a question? That was it. All right, sorry. I have a piece of feedback from Chris Hill. We were talking about Chris Hill's point last week, actually, because he was the guy who wrote in expressing concern that Bioshock Infinite was called Bioshock, even though it was completely different yes. from the previous Bioshocks. Anyway, he's just following up on that. He says, I'm not saying it shouldn't change title a little and expand, but that particular game has changed too much. Apart from the art style, it's not the same game anymore. So it feels like they're only giving it the Bioshock name because Bioshock 3 will sell more than an unknown game from makers of Bioshock. Uh, Keza says that she wishes games would forget their roots more often, but if Elder Scrolls did that and released Elder Scrolls 6 Outreach, which was with the same graphics but completely different engines set underwater, would she still be as excited? I'd rather play or that if it was Skyrim. Set, or if it was set in space so it would feel like Mass yeah, Effect. Yeah, would you, Keza? I would love to play Skyrim yeah, in space. That's two of that my favourite things, Skyrim space in space. Rim. Space Rim. I get your point, though. I think I think he's, yeah... Maybe they should have they should have had the balls to call it something different, perhaps rather than oh, relying on. A lot, there's a lot of Bioshock in it. Yeah, I yeah. think it's about thinking of video games like this as franchises, really, rather than series. If that makes sense. Siri. Siri. Is that the plural of series? No. Series. You call Chris Hill. That's nice. It's C Hill. It's chill. It's nice, isn't it? I like that. He's got a nice name. If you think of Bioshock as you know, it's kind of like when you used to shop by developer. I don't know if people do that before, but when I was a kid, I used to shop by developer. No. You, you do that all the time, you? Yeah. Uh, Rare, for instance. Kodak. Or something like that. Whereas now, I guess people don't do that, so maybe they'll shop, they'll shop by Bioshock. Ooh, I know that that kind of game is something I like. I think there's a case to be made that Bioshock Infinite is in some ways a, a more true sequel than Bioshock 2 was, regardless of the name. I agree with that. But there we go. I would also like to just, for the record, Bethesda, if you make Skyrim either underwater or in space, I think we'd all love that. There you go. Job done. Bomb Job shot. done. Charts. 
Chat. Same old games doing the same old thing. FIFA number 12. All right, we're done. <laughs> uh, the only thing, so new entries. Resident Did we Evil. mention last week that FIFA became the best-selling sports game of all time? Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. People love that football. Resident Evil Revelations <laughs> in at number six. What are we what? all playing at the moment? Uh, what am I playing? I'm still playing, playing Gesundheit on the iPad. Really? It's a little pig like that can sneezes? fire snot. That sounds good. And you lure mosquitoes, and if the mosquito sees you, it extracts your brain, and you fall over withered. Oh. Like a little withered pig corpse. That's nice. nice. It's good. It's made That's by charming. Konami. Is it made by Konami? <laughs> Konami published I play it. That. It's like, you remember Frog Minute, made by Cedar 51 Studio Grasshopper? No, it was fun. just a game about touching frogs on the iPhone, but bizarrely addictive. Alex was doing the charts. Yeah, I, sorry, I'm going to have to go in three minutes. <laughs> he needs to get his train. Uh, also out, we've got some games coming out this week. Final Fantasy XIIII 2 is coming out. Uh, Metal Gear Solid <coughs> HD Collection, which you've spoken about. Never Dead, which you should never play. And Soul <laughs> Calibur 5, all never out play. this week. So hopefully some new entries well, into the charts. Thank God for that. Catherine soon as well. Yes. But not this that. week. I suck at Catherine. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> it's just a shame for everyone. Yeah. In the, film, in the film charts, War Horse is number one for a third week. Wow. Uh, Descendants highest new entry at number two. Uh, it's nice to see the artist is actually doing really well. It's nearly made five million in the UK, which is pretty massive for. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? It's yeah. a black and white silent film. It's not bad going. That. <laughs> um, and the other things I've noticed this week is Sherlock Holmes is about to overtake its the first Sherlock Holmes film. Uh, in the charts we kind of forgot about Sherlock Holmes 2 because of the Sherlock Holmes TV series yeah. didn't mm. we no interest in it it's yeah. made a fortune so it's overtaking the last one wow. and Mission Impossible 4 is about to be the most successful of those films as well in the UK oh, good. Yeah. There you go. so although they were reasonably average sequels they've all done the business um, and then the films coming out this week are do you want to say them groups Chronicles coming out Chronicles coming out which you last week. reviewed that love it good. love yep. it Man on a Ledge, which is about a man on a ledge. Allegedly. Yep. It's about Sam Worthington on a ledge acting as this elaborate distraction while a bank heist goes on elsewhere. Oh. They're stealing a massive diamond. Have you given it away? Is that a spoiler alert? No. Oh, okay. That's the premise of the movie. I didn't know that. And then Jack and Jill, the film in which Adam Sandler plays his oh. own sister. Oh. Boo. Sounds Good like Lord, a pile of shit. Awful. So go and see Chronicle. Yeah. Al Pacino. And, oh, yeah, and come and see us on February the 22nd. Uh, we're having uh, an IGN pub quiz kind of thing. Just put it in your diary. Bring yeah. your 3DS. Yes. Yeah. Beaters at Mario Kart and other video games. Other video games are available. We will have the Vita there as well. Oh, we'll have the Vita. Come have, come have a little feel of yeah. the Vita. So don't yeah. bring your DS. Just come and play with the Vita. Yeah. <laughs> so keep, <laughs> that, keep that night free. Details yeah. to follow. February yes. 22nd. Remember that, please. And get in contact with us. IGN UK feedback at IGN UK. Uh, sorry, IGN.com. Uh, and Twitter and Facebook. It IGN will UK. be in London as well to let people know if they want to book early train yeah. tickets, cheap train tickets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you're coming yeah. down, just consider it. Start around 6 Different venue from last time, bigger. Yep. So that's going to be yeah. good. We'll yeah. all be crammed. It's a bit of a squeeze at Christmas, but this time we've got a big place. Nice place, big place. And there's going to be free stuff. Is there? Probably. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm going to buy some mini cheddars. That's the end of podcast Come one, down. two, three. Should we go? That's it. And uh, we'll see you same time next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This week on the IGN UK podcast. This week on the yeah, IGN. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a good one then. Go on then. I'll sabotage this one. Now. <laughs> this week on the IGN UK podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
Don't use that. I'm using that. This is we can't kick off with a cunt. You should never. You should never kick off with a cunt. Why do you say pod? What's the other word they're going to see? Pod crack. This week on the IGN UK podcast, why are you banging your chair? Pick that up. Podcock. Do you have a go? This week on not the really. Um, on this week's IGN UK podcast. On this week's IGN UK podcast. On this week's IGN UK podcast. That's what you did last week. That's what you did last week. That's just abusive. I'm going to get the gold shot again. Right. Jesus. Ready. One, two. I hate doing this. Cunt! I really hate it. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for this one. <laughs> oh no! Great Easter egg, by the way. <laughs> if they think it's over, I think it's over. Uh, they never suspect the cunt. No, <laughs> you never suspect. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts, with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.